0: Welcome to the Intentional Leaders podcast with Cindy Wetland. This is episode 50. To be a leader, you need this, and it's not technical knowledge. Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school, wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. Well, hello there, and welcome to this episode about what you need as a leader. I know there's so much emphasis on technical knowledge, and we believe that that is what we need to be effective in leadership roles, because technical knowledge, subject matter, expertise, we believe leads us to be more competent and competent Leads us to believe that we are going to be more effective. Oh, but we're going to challenge that a little bit today because I was having a conversation with the president of a, a local company here in Madison, Wisconsin, and he asked me why I thought he was in his role. And I thought it was an interesting question because he's been in the position for quite a while and well before we started working together. Still, I did have an educated opinion about this because as a leader, He strives to continuously focus on learning. He works on self awareness. He's actually pretty vulnerable in exploring his mindset and the behaviors that he demonstrates. And he's consistently asked for my feedback on his effectiveness or his approach. And I'm not meaning in a bad way, like that he has self doubt or a lack of confidence, but more so in the quest for impact and clarity and focus. And these are qualities that I admire. And I believe are critical to leadership effectiveness. And these are the reasons I believe that he is in his role, because I think someone else saw and valued these qualities and characteristics, and they put him in a position to use them. We also had a great discussion on what differentiates leaders, those that are good to great, and I passionately believe it is these same things, emotional intelligence, specifically high self-awareness and self-management, coupled with continuous learning. I think these are game changers because most leaders already have technical knowledge or they wouldn't be in their role. Think about the technical knowledge you have if you're in a leadership position. That doesn't make you great. And that alone doesn't tend to inspire or motivate others. But a constant focus on personal, professional, and business improvement I think does. So if you are a leader or an aspiring one, focus on self awareness first, because this is the foundation of personal and interpersonal effectiveness. It means a constant monitoring of your inner and outer world. What is going on in your mind and what's going on around you? Because that is affecting you, whether you realize it or not. So what's the big deal with self awareness? I see four things. There's a a myriad of things, but here are the four that jump out at me that I think this is a differentiator and a big deal. One is, are you deliberately using your strengths? Because if you lack self-awareness, then you may not even know what they are. You may downplay them or you may not be strategically using them in your role. And I think that is huge. Number two is Examining your unconscious thoughts and how they translate into your beliefs and habits and actions is of the utmost importance. We tend to go through life automatically doing things. I've heard up to 90-95% of the time we're just doing things without even thinking about them. And as a leader that can be really problematic for you. So you really want to examine what your thoughts are and then how they affect the practices and also how you treat people and you treat your employees and how you influence and motivate them. Number three, it's important to be able to recognize the areas that can derail us or take us away from our goals or aspirations. I remember very early in my career, I wanted to get ahead and my passion sometimes for doing that and my internal drive to do that sometimes came across as really high stress or anxiety for people around me because I was so driven to succeed. And unknowingly, I was also affecting other people around me in a way that didn't serve me well to get ahead. And I say, get ahead with quotation marks, because it means I wanted to advance in my career. But if I would have known the things that were stressing me out or derailing me I think I could have achieved my goals more effectively and probably even quicker. And then number four, the big deal with self-awareness is because high emotional intelligence has been shown to increase professional success and high performance and a higher salary. And both Daniel Goleman and Travis Bradbury, who are both gurus on this topic, have shown that to be true. So in terms of emotional intelligence, self-awareness is key. The irony in this whole topic is the challenge in getting it or even understanding that self-awareness is important because if you lack it, well, that's kind of the point is if you lack it, you don't even know what you're missing and you don't know how important it is. And I see this a lot in leadership training and in coaching, helping other people to really increase their self-awareness means both understanding their strengths and their development areas. Because self-awareness just doesn't mean all the things that I need to improve. It's also about knowing the things that you do well. And it means deliberately doing those things on purpose. It means putting them into practice and knowing them and intentionally using them is important in our leadership practices and our leadership effectiveness. It does make a difference to know what we're good at and then seeking out experiences to help us to apply those strengths. So with all this said, if self-awareness is such a differentiator, How in the world do we increase it? And I'm going to give you four ideas. There are probably a lot of them out there, but I'm going to highlight four that I think are helpful and that I've seen people use. I've used myself and I would encourage you to think about. Number one is introspection. This is why people say, hey, (laughs) why don't you go out and journal or meditate or all of those things that force us to pause and look within, look inside. And I've done some podcasts about this ability to look what's going on in your brain, what you believe, the things that are important to you. And that constant process of introspection is important. And that's one way we can bring our self-awareness and raise it to a higher level, bring it to the surface. The second I believe is focused learning. In my training A lot of times I built in quizzes or assessments designed to increase self-awareness, whether it's the knowledge they have in their brains, or whether it's how they're coming across behaviorally, communication styles, values, assessments, all those things. Focus learning can help us bring to the surface and create awareness of where we're strong and where we need to focus. Third area is feedback from others. And sometimes feedback is given to us in a way that uh, causes a lot of defensiveness or is stressful or heightens our anxiety. And especially for people that are perfectionists or really put a high value on, showing up in a way that's really effective, sometimes getting that kind of feedback can be really, really difficult because it might be a surprise and it might be a blind spot. But I think seeking out feedback from other people is essential. And even if you get feedback and it isn't delivered in a great way, being able to really find the nugget in there, find the truth, find the the part of it that you need to learn from is so important. Having a practice of not just being great In receiving feedback, but actually seeking it out, I think is really important. The last approach to increasing self awareness is the use of assessment tools. I am a really big believer in assessment tools because we can do self-assessments and we can do a lot of those things paper-based, but it isn't as reliable or valid as using some really great tools that are out there. I'm a big believer in this. And in my practice, I've been using so many tools over the years that are designed to increase self-awareness. One is the DISC assessment. And if you've ever worked with me, you probably know that I put a lot of emphasis on understanding DISC. And DISC is a behavioral profile It allows us to understand how we typically behave and what are our patterns in terms of how we communicate, how we prioritize our work, the things that energize us and stress us out. I am a huge fan of the DISC assessment for that reason, because it does heighten awareness. The second is Myers-Briggs. MBTI is also a useful tool. It's a little bit different from DISC because DISC is more about our behavioral preferences and Myers-Briggs is more about our cognitive functioning, how we take Tend to think about things from a cognitive basis. But I think also it does give people a lot of insight into, again, similarities or differences. It is a little bit more complex than DISC because DISC has four main behavioral profiles. Myers-Briggs has 16. So it tends to be harder to remember. A lot of people say, oh, I, I took it, but I don't remember my letters. But it certainly gives us great insight into our preferences and also how we're similar or different than others. A third one that I used a lot is called the Individual Dimensions Inventory or the IDI. This is more about knowing your emotional motivations and the things that energize you. I kind of think about this as a smorgasbord. And where would you run to in terms of a smorgasbord? Would you run to the pasta? Would you run to seafood? Would you run to cheese? Would you run to the vegetables? We run towards certain things that we enjoy doing in life. We get emotional energy from it. Some things we couldn't care less about like seafood for me is like, (laughs) you. I would not be running towards that, but give me a good prime rib. Ooh, or cheese. Yes, please. Uh, I would totally be running to that. And individual dimensions inventory gives us a sense of our motivational priorities. What do we get energy from? And then the last one that I've done a lot of work with is just a leadership 360. And that means getting a 360 view of what our strengths and challenges are from a leadership perspective. We analyze ourselves, we get feedback from our boss, our peers and our direct reports. Having a 360 view of our leadership practices and our effectiveness can also go a long way, not only to increase self-awareness, but to understand what different stakeholders want from us, because our boss might want something very different than our peers or our direct reports. So that gives a great view. So the point of all of this is when I think about leaders that I've worked with over many decades, what tends to differentiate leaders is I think the following things. One is high emotional intelligence, including an emphasis on self awareness and self management. And it's hard to be self aware and to manage yourself if you don't have a way to assess that. (laughs) If you don't know, like, oh, this is important, how do I get it? And how do I get more of it? So there are definitely tools and approaches out there. I think people that really focus on self awareness and self management and couple that with continuous improvement, wanting to always get better to learn more, to do more. I think those are, again, really significant differentiators as a leader. And I think those things are so important on top of the technical knowledge. Of course you need that. I don't want to downplay it, but I think we tend to overemphasize it and we think that's what's important and that's what affects our competence and our credibility. But I think it's so many other things um, on top of that. If you want to increase your self-awareness, take deliberate action towards improving it, whether that is through introspection or learning or feedback or using one of many really awesome feedback tools, focus on what you're good at and what you need to improve. And I mentioned Daniel Goleman is a guru on emotional intelligence. He's got a really interesting way of framing this because he said, if your emotional abilities aren't in hand, If you don't have self-awareness, if you're not able to manage your distressing emotions, and if you can't have empathy and have effective relationships, then no matter how smart you are, you're not gonna get very far. Oh boy, Daniel Goleman, I think that's a keeper. And my hope for you is that it inspires you to seek out some ways to really focus on increasing your self-awareness. It's been a game changer for me. And hey, speaking of feedback, give me some. I would love to hear your feedback on these podcasts. What would you like to hear more of? What are your greatest challenges? What keeps you up at night? I would love to know because what keeps you up at night is keeping me up at night.